have you done anything to help the world's oceans today? It's the time Mary Steenburgen had surgery and it turned her brain musical this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. It's been a minute since it we've has done been one of a these. minute. I think you know we what, just though? we've been busy. We've had things we've to do. Busy. We're out of our houses now. We're we're on the we're go get them on the go go getters now. No, we're no. not. We're just, no. No, but it's it's uh, we we've just been we've had a lot of stuff going on. So sorry to the fans that we have not been maybe as communicative as we could have been about episodes. But we've got some more fun stuff coming for you this you way in the summer. Our fans are so understanding mm-hmm. and so warm. Yes, we couldn't do it without that, you guys. Yeah, if anything, they know, they understand, yes. they yes. felt it. Yes, all three of you out there. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry I disappoint. I'm sorry, Steve, and I disappointed you one afternoon. But uh, yeah. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be able to move past it. It's gonna be okay. more than three, Nadia. We've had at least we've had ninety something guests on this show. We better have ninety something fans. This is true. Also, the we do get emails, which again yes. for for the hundredth time. <laughs> uh, why do you know that pod at gmail.com if you have questions or comments or you want to complain or tell Steve and I something fun about your day we just like hearing that information too um, I have something to share I think yes. okay so um, I think well I already sent you a picture but we I want to talk about the new Crocs I got yes Crocs are back baby yeah they're, in they're full red swing. white and blue tie-dyed um, I got them because they look very much like um, like a melted bomb pop. Like I had a popsicle that melted on them. Yes. They're also kind of Union Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and America. But, you know, it just to me, it seems more like British than American. But They're I really like them. an international shoe. Yeah. I'll post a photo of them on the gram. Sure. Um, but yeah, I was really uh, back and forth on getting these Crocs. And then I accidentally clicked the payment plan option on Amazon. <laughs> so I'm paying I'm paying for my Crocs for weekly. <laughs> I probably could pay them off at once. But now I think it's kind of funny that I have red, white, the fucking ugliest footwear you could ever imagine <laughs> on layaway. <laughs> well, I guess not layaway because I have them already. Layaway, you don't get them until you pay all the way. Um yeah, but I'm on a I'm on a payment plan for him. Like it's there's an improv class or something. <laughs> there's something so ironic to me about you went in for a routine purchase, a new pair of Crocs, and you walked out a different man. Just like a certain actress went in for a routine surgery and walked out a different woman. Danced out a different woman. Danced out. That's Segler going off. Let's bring Ooh. in our amazing guests. You know them from the comedy music duo Schmab. Please welcome Carolyn Jania and Adam Cheskin. Hey. Hey. hey! hey! Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being here. What a perfect segue. Yes. Thank you. We're known for them. <laughs> <laughs> and by known, I mean between me and Steve and the three people whom we have a complicated codependent relationship with that listen to this podcast. I heard it was ninety. Yeah, ninety-six. It's, mm. and growing. it's somewhere. 
we guarantee that the amount of people listening it might be somewhere between three and 90. <laughs> yeah. It could be more. Yeah. It could be more. Wow. Yeah. And if you guess the right number, we'll send you a prize. <laughs> yeah. Just email us. Why do you know that pod at gmail.com in the subject line, put re like R E <laughs> colon as in like, this is what it's in regards to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then how many people you think listen? Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah. Say like jelly bean count and then we'll know what yes. it's about. Like it's. Yeah. 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 Say jelly bean count. count. That way we'll yeah. know that it's about li- how many people listen to our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the prize is Union Jack Crocs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The ones that Steve has already worn. <laughs> Don't you guys hate those jelly beans that like, like my nephews are really into those jelly beans that are like na- some of them are nasty. Like, oh, like deliberately bad flavor. Yeah, right. kids Ooh. love them. Like my nephew's like, this one either tastes like dog poop or chocolate. And I'm like, wouldn't you just want like, what? what is, why, then eat, then why would you want the, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't well, what's crazy I to me is like, that's for sure what it is. Thank what's you. What's the jelly bean from like, from Harry Potter land? Birdie the, bots. Birdie, birdie bots. bots. Like, like yeah. the vomit one is delicious. No. Okay. Oh, it, it tastes so much better than like, jelly bean lime no yes it's sweet it's textured it's multi-layered in flavor i'm is there a is there a citrus i bet it has some citrus hints to it i hope so exactly vomit has citrus hints yeah yeah if you went out the night before to the abbey and you had some like (laughs) fucking whatever no i think like birdie bot went to the abbey because you had straight friends in town (laughs) (laughs) Mm. This is a joke for four people in LA. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So the reason for that segment earlier is today we are going to be talking about this oh. incredibly wild story. That was a good segue. I just want to comment on that segue. Thanks. Yeah, that abrupt. <laughs> the reason we had that other segue is because that's just an A plus segue. Oh. Okay, go on, go on. So today's topic, how Mary Steenburgen wrote (laughs) the best original movie song of the year and basically how she went under a routine surgery, hours later wakes up and becomes an amazing songwriter. It's true. I didn't know about and I'm ashamed. This feels right up my wheelhouse. Like it feels like a thing I would tell people. I'm, I'm frankly ashamed that I did not know about this. Did you know about this, Steve? Were you aware of this story? I did. I'd actually, um, I I just want to share a real quick Mary Steenburgen story that um, after I found. Make it long. After I found. (laughs) Actually, you guys can leave. I'll I'll cover Mary Steenburgen (laughs) this week. Um, I went to a benefit for the ocean a couple of years ago. As like, I'm sorry, as I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We got to pause. We got to pause. I'm sorry to stop you right at the oh beginning. Oh, my God. Please define benefit for the ocean. Mary um, Steamboat. <laughs> yes. Well, it's called it's called Oceana. Um, and okay. it's just, yeah, it's um, sorry to make you guys all seem like assholes, but uh, <laughs> they're protecting the they're protecting the world's oceans. I don't I I okay, guess I so could have. So it's like 
all you know everybody yes. <laughs> everybody that's in there marine life etc yeah okay. i could have i could have i could have been less flippant in the way <laughs> i described <laughs> no 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 i like the i because at first i was like is it one ocean like are they just like only the pacific the atlantic can go fuck itself like is it that or is it yeah um it, yeah anyway. just the arctic just the arctic ocean the other ones are all <laughs> fucked yeah get it only Please only protect continue. Yes. I so I was at a benefit for Oceana protecting the world's oceans. Star studded lineup, let me tell you. Um Kristen Bell sang um Do You Wanna Build a Snowman? Kesha sang some Beach Boys songs. Um Catherine McPhee sang a song from Smash. Dwight <sighs> Yoakam was there. Truly just Every, everybody that you'd ever want to see. And, <laughs> Dwight Yoakam, especially. And Oceana, two big, um, two big like contributors to Oceana who are like putting together this benefit were Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen. Oh, so at yeah. a certain point in the lineup, Mary Steenburgen comes out with an accordion. Oh my God. And she's, oh, my God. Oh, and oh, she's my like, God. hello everybody. I just want to let you know, compared to the rest of the lineup tonight, I might not be as good or as um, as um, as polished as some of the other oh. musicians. And I just want you to know that during this performance, don't feel bad for me. Don't cringe oh. for me. Don't worry about me because I am up here having the time of my life. <laughs> and I just thought of that and I was like, fuck yeah, Mary Steenburgen. Like we should, that isn't that not how we should be a, uh, you know, approaching all of the things we like to do. Like, if only wow. I could go back to my uh, sketch comedy heyday uh, <laughs> and and think of it that way. Of like, yeah. I don't. I'm not worried about anybody else. I'm up here doing what I love. Wow. Actually, I think I did that, and that's why that heyday ended. But anyway, Christine <laughs> Virgin, love. Uh, was she there was having the time of her life? Was there any whiff of like, oh? Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen maybe like put this night on just for Mary Steenburgen to play her accordion and apologize for it first. I mean, I wouldn't stop spreading that rumor. Afterwards. <laughs> like I was going around the lobby and telling everyone just spreading as much, just shit talking Mary Steenburgen as much as I could. <laughs> she seems like a real monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well deserved. Oh, sweetest woman. You beat so, us to it. Accordion was like highlight. Oh, oh I can't, can't believe you believe saw it in it. person. I know. Yeah. Oh. She was um and, like and I'll tell you I <laughs> I don't remember if it was good or bad, but I do remember everybody just being delighted. I don't remember oh. the song. Uh, As oh my they god. should be. As yeah. they should be. Yeah. Which probably means the song was bad, because otherwise I'd be like, hey, you guys, it sounded so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you stoned for it? Were you high at all? No, only because it was a benefit for Oceana protecting <laughs> the world's ocean. <laughs> I don't, I still don't understand. No, I was, um, a, I was a plus one. My friend's manager... Oh. I, somehow it was some like industry kind of thing. Basically, I did not contribute to the oceans. <laughs> um, I just showed up. I was just I was only in attendance. Yeah, you were supporting. You were in support yeah. of the oceans. You're yeah. contributing with your yeah spirit. Mm -hmm. I was there on behalf of the casual ocean goers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on somebody of needed to represent. People. Yeah, somebody needed yeah. to represent the, the casual ocean goers. Um, I thought Oceana was a company that made juice. 
Ocean spray? That's what I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, same, same. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of the cranberry bug people. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Different. Thing, oh, but yeah. I, Does ocean spray do anything besides cranberries? No, that's their they thing. Do other juices, but they've really cornered the cranberry market. Yeah, yeah they're always well, standing in like pools of cranberries yeah. and uh, plastic overalls talking yeah. about them. Anything you Which can is make. funny because are cranberries in the ocean? <laughs> bogs? Is yeah, they're in like bogs. Bog? They're in like wetlands. They're in like yeah. swamps. They're not in the ocean. Whoa, I got to write them a letter. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> False advertising. So, Carolyn and Adam. Okay. Mary Steen Virgin's uh, sudden turn into songwriting. Why do you know that? I know it because Carolyn told me about it. So. Yes. And okay. I just a couple weeks ago, I think I came across something on Instagram. I was trying to think this morning. But I, I'd like to think it just was it. It somehow blessed me like it came from above. And I made this beautiful discovery uh, when in actuality, I think I just saw it on like Danny Pellegrino's Instagram or something like that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I it was this type of thing. I saw Adam that day. It was the first thing I had to say to him. because I was like, how do we how does every how are, is not everyone talking about this? This is shocking. Yeah. It is perfect. And it is right up the four of our alleys, Mary Sturtstein Virgin, not a coma. <laughs> Without a coma. It's Without even more impressive. Coma. She wasn't even in a coma. She was just, she was like in for arm surgery. Which, minor. Minor arm surgery, which is the, the point of the story that we cannot, that we yearn for more detail uh. on and we can't find. Like, I want to know if she was in for like nerve damage or like reconstructive surgery or like tennis elbow like what happened to that arm what happened mm -hmm. to that, that required arm. general anesthesia mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i once had a cyst on my wrist but that would be wrist surgery you know <laughs> not minor <laughs> arm a cyst on my wrist sounds like an improv warm-up <laughs> cyst on my wrist cyst on my wrist gotta call the doctor for a cyst on my wrist a oh, rut shit. in my butt a rut in my butt i gotta call the doctor for a rut in my butt hey i think That's that fun. i think that improv heyday is still upon us it's true a pimple on my it. dimple a pimple on my dimple oh. i gotta call the doctor for a pimple on my dimple dang oh. I use cyst on my wrist. A, a boulder on my shoulder <laughs> That was good. Not bad. I got nothing. Yeah. That's okay. You started it. Yeah. That's uh, it. That's you forget it. So do you guys want to walk us through maybe like the, the, the broad points on the story? Okay. Like we're at a party or somebody comes by and they're like, what's this about Mary Steen Birch? And you're like, okay, <laughs> sit oh. down, sit down, refill your champagne, get this. And then yeah, we'll strap in. Okay. So yeah, it goes a little something like this. 2009, Mary Steen Virgin, star of stage and screen, Oscar award winner yeah for melvin and harold wow it always God. sounds wrong but that is the name of the movie nobody saw it by jonathan demi yeah okay so 2009 goes in for quote unquote minor arm surgery yet to know what that is next time you see her at an oceana event <laughs> Steve, ask her, yeah please. i will um, i actually say I'm my arm did you mean face <laughs> i've been actively wor working against the ocean now so I, i'm not going to be at any of those oceana events sorry crap um so yeah goes in for minor arm surgery wakes up and is coming out of anesthesia and she said that everything around her was music coming home looking at street signs the doctors talking to her it was as if she was 
it, Ted Danson said, her loving husband said, it was this, as if talking to her, it was like you were talking to somebody that was wearing headphones and listening to music all the time. She was like, I couldn't remember lines. Thank God I wasn't working. I bet, you know, crazy. Yeah, she couldn't. She was like, I, if I had an acting job at the time, I wouldn't have been able to work with another actor because all that was happening in my head was music, which I guess is a real thing. Like there's a thing called musicophilia, Musical, yeah. musicophilia, musicophilia, right? I think, yeah. And it is a condition in which your brain is obsessed with music and like cannot think of anything else or focus on anything else. And if music is playing, it is all you're obsessed with. You can't like hold a conversation or do anything. So this is Mary Steenburgen in like 2009. At 54 years old. Yeah. Never having, exp never written a song, didn't play any instruments. All of a sudden could only think in music. Right. So then she is like, I guess she's like, well, I don't know, I've got to do something. So she starts, her nuts. she calls a friend of hers who is an undisclosed, but very famous <laughs> musician who lives in Martha's Vineyard. And she's like, okay. And just, if you could be in this room, she's like, Kay calls famous musician friend in Martha's Vineyard and I says, Carly Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she hangs in Martha's Vineyard. Or Sting. <laughs> oh, God. Or Seal. And it's like, I have this thing happening inside my brain. I'm going to come over and just sing to you every single day. Mm -hmm. She says this every single day. She's going to come over. I'm going to sing to you. And will you help me turn whatever I'm singing into songs? Yeah, because she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have any instruments at her disposal to right. play. So, like... That's uh, just real quick though, that's actually, and going back to her just seeming like a very sunny, bright person, Angel. I would probably be, you know, wanting to just run headfirst into the ocean because I can't stop hearing music. It's very right. um, impressive for her to be like, well, I'll make lemons out of this lemonade. If all I hear right. is music, I'm going to make yeah. some songs. I it would be right. under the ocean water. It does seem like she. it was a couple of months of her being like, this will wear off. And then it didn't. And then her right. and Ted were like, oh, no. And there's like a bit where her son was like, yeah, your mom comes out of surgery and says her head is now full of music. And you're like, yeah, she's got crazy and has major psychological problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because she's all of a sudden, apparently she was referencing these obscure indie bands and picking up right. random instruments and like, right. The accordion was driving his, her kid nuts, and he said, "When all they say, all when I say all this out loud, it sounds insane, and yeah. it kind of is, but right. in a delightful way." Right? Like, don't you want to be in a room like circa 2011? I guess there's a room somewhere where Mary Steenburgen and some famous musician are trying to interpret her brain sounds. <laughs> And her like level one accordion skills into popular music. Why accordion though? Like of all, that's the one she's stuck with now for twelve years. Like, what? It's so specific and so challenging. I'm Polish. A Adam's Italian. I almost called you Italians. Italian. <laughs> um, we know how difficult this instrument is. Yeah. Like my grandpa played the accordion for his entire life for like rich people in Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and it was like literally backbreaking work. Yes, but Mary that's her. she's got a collection of them, I guess. My God, nuts! So, so she goes to um, Martha's Vineyard, or yes. or she just calls up her friend there and is like, "Help, music in the head. What do I do?" She's already in Martha's Vineyard. They have a house there, so she's okay. there, and she okay. calls her friend and is like, "Can I come over?" Can. And 
Of course they do. Um, their house in Martha's Vineyard is heavily featured in her music video for Man in the Moon, a song she wrote and plays on the accordion. It's very like pirate ghosty in tone. Like it sounds like wispy dead pirates singing in the hall of a ship. Oh my God. Yes. It's but with auto tune. With auto tune. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. She's got maybe like a three note range, but like oh, means it. Real alto. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah she's in martha's vineyard and she writes she says she's written hundreds of songs she yeah. and her friend undisclosed she sends the best 12 to a lawyer that a music lawyer that then submits them to universal music but under a, under her mother's name nelly Furtado. nelly <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck oh nelly wall her mother's name and so okay well, like, because when I first heard the story, I was like, okay, freaking Mary Steenburgen, of course you could get a record deal. <laughs> how, how amazing of her to... To not want to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so Universal was really impressed by these 12 songs by Nellie Wall. And then she they, they wanted to have a meeting and she was all nervous. She was like, I'm, they're expecting some 20-something singer-songwriter from Nashville and I'm... Mary, 50-something Mary Steenberg is going to show up. <laughs> she charmed the pants off of him and got a record deal. Of course she did. It's like the TV show Younger. She's like Sutton Foster. Exactly. That's exactly right. Maybe that was the inspiration for Younger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. I have, a, I have this new brain disorder. I've got to be like Sutton Foster on that new show that hasn't come out yet and live the life I want to live, not what my age should... I think my age dictates me to live. Yeah. I got to start hanging out with Hillary Duff, <laughs> who's also on Younger, I think. Oh, I think yes. right. she was. Right? That yes. Yeah. Steve, you talked about not And we're not... Um, we're not... This isn't, we're not paid by Younger. This is not a promo for Younger. With, <laughs> Just to be clear. Don't watch Younger. <laughs> don't worry. Just kidding. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. That's we love the, you, Sutton Foster. Love you, Sutton Foster. Talk about can do no wrong. Oh, my I God. Know. What um, if she had woken up from a minor arm surgery and lost all her... No, 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 no. I take that back. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. I take it back. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm, it's back in my mouth. It's back. Oh, my God. Back in my mouth. That what never if that happened. happened the exact same time that Mary Steenburgen got hers? Oh, and, then and we they, had like, a traded? movie. Well, I oh, guess it'd be real life. It'd be a reality show where we have to deal with Sutton and Mary. And Mary has to... I guess it's kind of like the movie Soul. Um, but, like... <laughs> Sutton has taken Mary. Mary has taken Sutton's musical ability and mm -hmm. Sutton has to like kind of deal with that. And right. they have to kind of like deal, deal with that. That could be a really good um, movie. Yeah. <laughs> right I'd now? watch it. Call Hollywood. Yeah. Know. yeah. Mary Steenburgen wakes up with Sutton Foster's voice and Sutton Foster's leg. What is, what is <laughs> perfect. Oh my. She's got well, you, you the longest you, legs. A four quadrant movie. All of America wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing presentation is like Sutton Foster is for women ages seven to 70. But Sutton Foster's leg is for everyone else. We've got a movie. Mr. Hollywood, you've done it again. If you love the 80s, the 90s and the now, you will love... <laughs> Steenburgen, so, <laughs> more like steel burgeoning careers. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Holy so she shit. goes into Universal and she's like, they're going to be so mad. And it turns out it's Mary Steve Burchin. And then what happens? Yeah. Then they sign her and she ends up writing like 40 songs that are all bought by them or for That's them, insane. including one for a movie called Wild Rose that had a 2017 release and was nominated. There was talk of it being nominated for an Oscar, which it was not nominated for an Oscar. It was nominated for a Critics' Choice Award. Critics Just Choice as good. Movie award. <laughs> <laughs> Just as good indeed. Yes. Because yeah. the critics decide, you know. Yeah. They're the toughest critics, <laughs> if you will. They are the critics. You get the yeah. critics to like you. You must, <laughs> you must be good. They're critics. Mm-hmm. That's their job. <laughs> yeah so yeah. this i guess in this movie they had written some guy had written us or maybe it was a lady had written a screenplay about a singer songwriter from Gla- from scotland that i don't know how to say glasgow properly so i said scotland i think it's glasgow um and so they wrote he she wrote this beautiful screenplay about a singer songwriter that grows up in scotland but wants to like loves dolly parton wants to be a country music star whole movie she's wearing american flag tank tops loves america catches she's got kids and she just got a prison <laughs> <laughs> it's a hilarious film she can't leave yeah mm-hmm. um so she's oh so the the screenwriter had written this whole movie and then at, at, at the end it just said she sings the most beautiful song anybody's ever heard that perfectly wraps up what this movie's about you know blah 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 the end sure didn't have the song written though cut to mary steenburgen at universal taking it on and she she was the perfect person because she she took it from the perspective of an actress and like really wanted to read the whole screenplay get to know the character and wrote what turns out to be a really pretty song it's a kind of a beautiful song yeah. i did see that the like the lyrics and the melody are credited to somebody else. Like in one no. report, it's like, oh, Mary, Ste- like Mary Steenburgen and with help from so-and-so on lyrics and so-and-so on melody, which what? like lyrics and melody to me is what a song is. So <laughs> I <laughs> then- I'm, Well, there's I'll, also, there's also- um, I guess mood. rhythms. <laughs> Rhythm. There's mood. rhythm. <laughs> Is this person comes in, it's just like, I wanted to go like this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's rhythm, right? Yeah. Like, you got it? You got this? Great. Good. Yeah. She's like, I've got blunt bangs and a bob <laughs> that I've had for decades. And I know a thing or two about rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the soundtrack, too, for Wild Rose. And there's, I mean, a lot of it is... Like John Prine, R.I.P. is on oh. here. Winona uh. Judd, Emily Lou Harris. Dang. As far as like a lot of covers, no, John Prine actually did uh, a song for it. Oh, yeah, that's oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, and then it's like you get to Glasgow parentheses No Place Like Home, which is the song by Mary Steenburgen, Caitlin Smith, and yes. Kate York. Yes. Yeah, uh, and that Green is the team. one that gets nominated or is has talk of being nominated for an yeah. Oscar. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And it's beautiful. John Prine, you know, forget it. Yeah, go eat Very your fucking heart legend. out. Yeah. <laughs> like legend of country music. Uh-huh. <laughs> right yeah, before his death. There's a lot of fun covers and they got some country folks to do stuff on here. Chris Stapleton is on the soundtrack. 
So is it Mary Harris? Like it's it's that's cool. She's playing with the big boys here. I want to give Mary props because this oh is for not, sure this is not hey uh, we we did a talent contest or something you know yeah. like hey this is uh, Miss Kramer's eighth grade choir class like this is legit. <laughs> These are yeah. legit artists that she went toe to toe with and said, I can do it. And for that, I say, good for you, Mary. Good for you. Totally. Yeah. You go. Well, and to be like, because you read about it and you you can't really get a sense of like the actual quality of the music and the music that's available that she's written that you can hear. You like it's good, but it's I, I don't know that I'd stop ever if it was on the radio and be like, oh, my God, I've got a Shazam this Mary Steen version song. <laughs> but her attitude about it is so like in interviews and stuff. It is so beautifully like Steve, you were saying it's like so um, happy and like just excited to like honestly try this new thing that she's doing and shamelessly. So I love it. Yes. That's my uh, favorite part. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Nan. No, no, no. Go for it. That's my favorite part of the story is like at every interview I've read about her talking about this. She's like, you know, we tell kids so often, you know, that you can do anything you put your mind to. And she's like, I was 56 and nobody told me that, you know, my dreams could come true in this area because I'm already established as an actress. But like, do it. Right. Have no fear. You got a song in your head. Call your friend in Martha's Vineyard. And <laughs> yeah. get Call Moby <laughs> and get to work. Yeah, but I, I was like, she is a ray of sunshine. Yeah. And I am happy for her success. I'm going to get her next album. <laughs> but like Steenburgen isn't a great pop star name. So we'll. we'll and she that. wants to be a pop star is what she's made <laughs> clear. Yeah. Yeah. She mm, was aiming yeah. for shallow. Yes. <laughs> she didn't quite hit the mark, but. but it's coming. Well, actually, no, she came before shallow, I think, in terms of when was. Yeah, all the years are blurry now, post-pandemic. No, uh, when does Stars, the no. latest Stars Born was 2018? I think it was 18, 19. Yeah, okay, somewhere in there. Um, so I think yeah. she she beat Shallow to the punch, but Shallow yeah. was inspired by her, let's say that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's Glasgow crazy. walked so that Shallow could run. <laughs> I've heard. What's, what's sh oh, the A Star is Born song? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I never saw a star is born. You're better off. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> hot takes. Hot take city. It's fine. <laughs> the end. Uh, I love Gaga, though. Yes. She's yes. great. Yes. You know, I do Allie. 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 Her billboard. No. Come on now. <laughs> it's fair. I did do a rewatch and I was like, this is insane. Yeah. And when he, he, he pees on stage. When he pees on stage at the Grammys, get a grip. Get, I couldn't believe it. I was so angry in the theater. I was like, you can't, this would never happen. Nobody would ever pee pee on the Grammy stage. And Bradley, sit up straight. Stand up. Stop, he's got, I he's, feel I know, that's like the problem is I know everything that's happened in the movie, I think. Like, I know, yeah. like, he I know she has stage. a song about like pants or shoes or something or nails yeah. or like. I, I think it's called pants or shoes or nails or something. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Doesn't she have one yeah. that's just like looking good? Something yeah. Like yeah. 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 It's like her pop song. song. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you've seen uh, it. <laughs> uh, Basically. This is part where she, um, where Steve Virgin says like, I was somebody who really liked music, but I had never been obsessed with it. I was obsessed with acting. 
and that felt like a big enough subject for me. So clearly it's not like something where she was like, oh, good. You know, music finally is like, come to me. It's just like, oh, this showed up out of nowhere because even though I was like already obsessed with the acting thing, like for you guys, what's the thing where, okay, we all, every one of us goes in for minor arm surgery and we wake up <laughs> and what's the thing where it's like, we like this. We're not obsessed with this. Oh, and I now love suddenly, this question. That's all we can think about, and we've got to figure out a way to get it out of our brains. Hiking. Hiking. Yeah. You don't like hiking. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like I love to walk. I go on a lot of walks yeah, in the city, but uh, hiking, I don't like because everything's poking you, bushes and stuff. Right, um, and then suddenly you're hiking extraordinaire. Yeah, you're just like I can't get enough of it. I can't think about anything else besides right. hiking. Right. <laughs> Never. I hope not. Oh. Um, man, I, I, this is, I think that I experienced this in the pandemic. Um, pandemic got me really into plants. I know I'm not alone. This seems to be a common theme for everybody. I'm so bored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. Go on. Please stop antagonizing the guest, Steve. <laughs> I didn't know it shut her down completely. <laughs> we had a whole episode move about... The, uh, move on from plant thing, Carolyn. Move on. We, yeah, we had a whole I mean, episode really- about uh, plants during the pandemic and plant growing and how it's sort of become a thing. You are not yeah. alone in this. this, is, this you are is not been, alone. Plant parenting is the new regular parenting. I grew <laughs> a tomato. I grew a full a fruit bearing tomato. Full mustache, a full fruit bearing mustache. <laughs> I grew a full fruit bearing tomato bush. So I'm there with you, Carolyn. I agree. I, I was there too. And then I left it. I abandoned it as soon as tomatoes started to grow because I, I moved. I didn't move, but I went across the country for a month and I was just like, bye, tomatoes. <gasps> they sure Anyone want to? I didn't even ask any. I didn't even ask a roommate or a <gasps> water them. I was just like, whatever. I got like five little tiny tomatoes out of it. I got a dollar worth of tomatoes out of it. I don't even like tomatoes that much. I was just like, shrivel up and die. I don't even care. Whatever. Did yeah. you come back and was, there was like a bottle of ketchup there in its place? No, nah, man. I came back and it was just shriveled up nonsense. And I said, that's fine. I'm on to tie dye now, or maybe oh. candles. I've, I'd moved on at that point. I think I was making candles. So we have hiking, plants, plants. candle making. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> what's your steam like, virgin? What's your yeah, What's your steam virgining? Music. Ooh, I wish my steam. My wish my steam virgining was like the gym because as much as I like doing like physical outside stuff, I fucking hate the gym and I hate any sort Damn. of like you run the longest like distances. I know, but ask me to like bench press once and i'll be like too awful too much no (laughs) don't want to hurts no yeah um yeah and what if you went in for surgery woke up and you were just like obsessed with the gym i think it would probably god actually that sounds like i'd be an that makes me sound like i'd turn into a huge douchebag so maybe i don't don't want a gym steen burgeoning yeah i do like that steam virgin like burgeoning i like that that's in there yes it was meant to be. Uh, I feel like steam burgeoning also works for like 
you have discovered something new about yourself at an older age and have decided to go for it because you are very rich and have the resources to do so. Yep. Yeah, that's yes. exactly right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not everyone can be. Think of all the people who have turned musical that are just like, I'm working a double. I There's no time for me to go to Martha's Vineyard to s- sing my nonsense words to yeah. Moby. Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jason Derulo is going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Macy Gray, I'll be there in a second. Oh, Nadia, what's yours? Mine is probably baking because it's something that like I like doing it and I enjoy baking, but I'm not obsessed with baking. And mm. I've even caught myself at times being like, ooh, if I get too into this, this is suddenly going to overtake my life and I'm going to be sitting there going like, how do I make money with the, you know, like it'll become a thing oh, yeah. where I'm like, you're just putting all your, you're putting off the things that you really actually want to be doing because they're scary. And instead you'll be like, no, instead I'll make cookies. That'll be great. Right. Uh, but I could see a world in which had, if I, if I could be steam burgeoning, it'd be, yeah, I'd be making some bitch ass cake. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I think that is um has inspired my in real time burgeoning into a baker. Cuz I would Ooh. love a, I would love a bitch ass cake. Yes. It's like there's a part of me going like I like I just I like cooking and I like baking but baking specifically. Like I don't even have a KitchenAid or anything. So I'm just like doing the basics. So I'm not like going full in on it, but I could yeah. easily see coming out of surgery and just being like I see every <laughs> Just like a beautiful minding food over here. Just ounces like and cups, ounces in front of and me. cups. The doctor's wearing a chef's hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to eat my own blood they're taking out because I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it's a sauce. <laughs> Frosting. Oh, you. <laughs> Um, there's this other part too where in, in this one article from IndieWire she says like it's terrifying because the first session she did specifically doing the song for Wild Rose it was like a real disaster she's like why would I I'm so stupid I'm 54 why would I think I could do this new thing and then the next morning she's like I told myself I'm going right up there and I'm singing this song if it kills me and then they say not long after that Seamurgeon bought a house in Nashville and and now I'm <laughs> I'm so curious as to the connection here because I'm like, it's one thing to, you know, sell a few songs and be tapped into like, what if you did the song for this movie? What, what do we think possessing a national? Is it really just like, fuck it. I'm going to live out the dream entirely. I think so. I think I also read that she bought the house in Nashville not too long before, or it was either not too long before she filmed Book Club or during the filming of Book Club. And in that movie, if you remember, she tap dances on stage. So there's a point in time where like Mary Steenburgen is living this life where she is songwriting in Nashville and tap dancing in California and like just really a triple threat vaudeville girl. Like she's like Gypsy Rose Lee. Funny. <laughs> 19 or whatever it was wow yeah yeah the nashville house is pretty significant i think to she and ted's dreams for mary you know what did he oh was i saying this before how like there's an interview of ted danson it's like somebody's interviewing ted danson and mary steenburgen and they're talking about (laughs) mary's um music musicophilia and uh Ted says about Mary, like, when she writes music, she goes to heaven. 
she does and mary gets all like flustered and she's like i do i i go to heaven when i write music oh and it's like God, the weirdest so most touching sweet but odd thing so oh tell they're me. my they're my otp they're my one true pair <laughs> it's ted and mary for sure yeah, either ted and for mary sure. yeah either ted and mary or maybe um faith hill and tim mcgraw but i think theirs mm. is all for show mm. yeah um I think I this isn't the episode for it, but but I Phil and Tim McGraw, but um, I think that Mary and Ted love each other. Oh my uh -huh. God! I just googled Ted and Mary, a Ted Dance and Mary scene version. One of the first pictures that comes up is them with a Oceana uh, <gasps> step and repeat behind them. No. Wow. I know, and she is wearing a choice of a hat. Oh, again. <laughs> Because she can. Because yes. she can. She can do whatever she wants. Wow. And she, she does. woke up from her surgery and was like, I wear hats. Yeah. <laughs> I make second. music and I wear hats. This is the woman I am now. <laughs> Take it or leave it. I'll be living in the attic of a haberdashery in Nashville. <laughs> you can find me there. Steenburgen. I will say though, like it's it's easy for Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen to stay together because these are two people who I feel have only like gotten better with age. Yes. Like oh. as like Ted Danson's become the silver fox. Mary Steenburgen um was great on 30 Rock. Like they just yes. they're just turning into these hot old people. And it's like yep. of course you're not gonna split up. You've both gotten you're both hot old people. It's just it's, right. it's nice it's nice to see. <laughs> just like Danny DeVita and Danny, Danny DeVito DeVita. and Rhea Perlman. Yeah. Yeah they're they ended insane. up back together. They did. Oh, they did? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, that just made my yeah. day. Mm -hmm. Oh, love is real, guys. Yeah. Love is totally real. Do you f maybe it's a little bit different because Rita Perlman and Danny, what's his last name? DeVito. <laughs> what? DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I like the dialysis. Yeah. Dialysis. Um, like I don't know what they're what this how many fish is in the ocean for them apart from each other. Whereas like Mary and Ted, I feel would have perhaps a lot of I've fish to pick from. Devito is a play is a player. Like he yeah, Can I nice, hear? I've heard good things. Nice guy, but yeah, he he gets around. Oh man, can you believe it? No, I can't. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for blessings, him. Yeah, blessings, blessings, blessings. blessings. Yeah, maybe he. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Mary, or not Mary. Um, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman are still officially divorced. Um, <gasps> they split up for good in 2018. No, they're not officially divorced. They split up oh for my good God, in 2018. They are still officially married, and the two have no intentions of meeting other people and wish to focus on their kids careers and the friendship they have cultivated over the last 50 years. So they're just like careers. <laughs> well, I just, I, I oh, love that. I, I say more power to them for being like, I'm old and tired yes. and I'd rather, I'd rather just, I'd rather just be in uh, this marriage than, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like, I kind of want to live alone. Yeah. Like, look, we can both agree to half ass a marriage and be yep. satisfied with just that. I'm wait a minute. I that is that. I love me that too. Yeah. I support. I want that now. So love yeah, right? isn't real, Let but it know. is practical. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can all agree. Agree. Mm -hmm. agree. Um, so 
there's this part where okay, so the song that she wrote, the Glasgow mm-hmm. No Place Like Home. So, uh, the New York Times has an interview with her, and they asked, "Is the song's title an intentional homage to the Wizard of Oz?" And she goes, oh. "Yes." The character has spent so much time focusing on Oz, which is Nashville. She had not looked around where she came from and what it had given her. You can be so focused on the golden thing that's in front of you that you don't look around and see you're already there. Yes. And the lyrics of the song, like there's like... Yellow Brick Road. Yellow Brick Road is mentioned. So this this reporter just looked at the title and then was like, ah. Oh, uh, questions. That's, questions. That's oh. actually making that makes the song worse to me. Like, oh yeah, no place like home, and there's a yellow brick road, and there's a part where the song mentions tap your ruby slippers, and yeah, like, it is like um, click your heels. The bridge, the the bridge is about not having a heart, and like jitterbugs. Like it sounds like <laughs> like great. So you just threw in every Wizard of Oz reference and called right. it a song. Okay. I also Mary. do want to mention. Um, it would be unfair of I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man to not clarify that <laughs> Glasgow, no place like home, and I'm gonna love me again tied for the Critics Choice Award that wow. year. Wow. Oh. Um, the same yep. The same year that uh Kristen Bell won the hashtag see her award. Um so what's that? What's um, that? For doesn't say presence? See her. Could be something like that. And uh, oh. yeah, so a, a big wow. night, a big night for um, a lot for of music. I, a big night for a lot of people who I saw <laughs> at a benefit for the ocean. <laughs> wow! I God. mean, numerous articles I saw mentioned the Oscar shortlist. So you know, yes. didn't didn't yeah. get nominated, but it, there was a short short list, and it was on it. Yeah, I'd love to see that scene from Four Year Consideration where Catherine O'Hara is a, is a mess in the drive. But like, I didn't get nominated, <laughs> yes. but it's Mary Steenburgen. <laughs> Come inside. I have so much food. <laughs> Let me get my accordion. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then there's that other song from The Last Man on Earth that she wrote, Screw the oh, Moon, man. which is sung at mm. the end of the episode or one of the the episode of the same name. The TV yeah. show? Uh, Last Man on Earth. Wow. And yeah. That I'm like, really? So, so like, there's a sense of going, oh, she's she's kind of making her way around the world that she knows, which I think is smart. Like, I think it's a oh, smart yes. move for her yep. as an actress with all her many, many connections to be like, the way I'm going to express myself in this musicality that is now in my head forever is by doing songs for film and television. Right. Smart. Right. Like, can it you imagine a- Mary Steenburgen on the radio? <laughs> oh my God. In my dream. Yes. <laughs> she can. <laughs> she can. Um, also, she um, contributed, she played a lounge singer in the movie Last Vegas. Remember mm-hmm. the really successful um, The Hangover starring old men, Las Vegas? She yep. played a lounge singer and she sang one of her original songs in Las Vegas. So maybe she is just trying to get a couple more you know, points on the back end and being like, oh, <laughs> you used my original song. That's an extra $10 per screening. Thank you. I got to pay for my Nashville home. <laughs> Yeah, that song was called "Cup of Trouble." Oh, oh how did or I miss it was called, that? Or it was called "Only You," but I think that is uh, that might was be it. A cup cover. of Trouble in parentheses, "Only You," like her other no, song. Oh, nope, never mind. Only you. Um, 
is a real song and Cup of Trouble. They're both real songs. Um, but Only You is a cover and nothing for nothing can be said for certain about Cup of Trouble except that she performs it on the soundtrack and she performs an original song in the movie. Are they both Cup of Trouble? I don't know. I'm not here to spoil Las Vegas for any of you. Las Sounds Vegas. like a Cup of Treasures. <laughs> So right now, Mary Steenburgent is on um, or was on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which I believe is still going as of this airing. I don't think it has been canceled. Is it a hit? It might be a hit. Is Zoe's Extraordinary um, Playlist a hit or is it like a moderate? I am I fail to think of the last time someone needed to ask if something was a hit. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, would, you wouldn't be like, is This Is Us a hit? Uh-huh. Um, I would maybe like a maybe like a sleeper. I'd call it like a... Oh yeah, like a like a sleeper hit. I think okay. it's yeah. like yeah. It's got it's got a lot of fans. It's got a loyal following. There we go. Um, okay, so it's got and, a cult uh, thing going around. Acclaimed, it. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, is but I, isn't it on Peacock or is yes, it on? Yes, it's on. TV? Yeah, NBC slash Peacock. And okay. I mean, the entire thing of that is that the Zoe of that show goes in for an MRI, and then there's an earthquake during the procedure, and when she leaves. She notices she can hear people's thoughts and emotions through song, whether she wants to hear them or not. Um, and do you know? Can, oh, do you know why? I just I just want to interrupt to make sure this part of the story is also told. Do you know what why what happened in the MRI? No. Um, the technician accidentally downloaded their whole iTunes playlist into her brain. <laughs> No. What? The MRI earthquake <laughs> causes all of the songs off of the technician's like iPod to go into Zoe's brain. I love when things just don't even make any sense. Like well, now, hold on though, because minor arm surgery leads to songwriting doesn't necessarily make a ton of sense either. That's now, true. Do no, we that's think true. that maybe this is what happened? Do we think? That there was a technician <laughs> who accidentally oh. downloaded because 2007 to 8, 9, around when the surgery happened, like iPods were still a thing. Dang. Did Mary Steenburgen ghost write Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? That's what I'm wondering. Ah, well, Is it autobiographical? It <laughs> she's on it. Yeah. And th- they asked her about it. There was an interview oh, with um, Collider, and she was like, I suspect they were somewhat inspired by my story when they wrote it, and that's probably part of the reason why they wanted me there, but I didn't ever put them on the spot and ask them. But the first question I... W- asked them when i went in is like do you know my story and they said yes i was like well have you heard me sing because i'm not like those guys and they're like yes and you can do this and so apparently she's been really working at singing specifically for this show or being able to for this show so like they knew all about what was happening with her and said come in we would like you for this part man jeez i love it they're stealing from her life though like does she have a case like yeah. if she wanted to sue. Yeah, so I mean, I think taking a role on the show probably like makes it harder to sue. I think, <laughs> true, true. I think it's hard to star on the show for two seasons and then be like, you know what? You know what? I'm <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, she might have a case though. Yeah, I'll call well, her. I'll let just, her know. It's. I'm gonna read exactly what it says because it's kind of infuriating what this show gets away with in terms of like explaining zoe and her extra i mean okay well that's the extraordinary playlist is the one that gets downloaded into her brain but for me it's almost like i'd rather something as simple as zoe had a surgery when she woke up everything's musical because 
a TV it show. happens. Yes. As opposed to an earthquake occurs while she's getting an MRI and a huge playlist of songs on file is downloaded into her brain. She subsequently discovers her mind can now perceive the innermost thoughts of others in the form of popular songs and dance. What does mind reading have to do with the downloading? And like every script writing class anybody's ever taken is the teacher not like, you got to have a pitch ready. You got to have like a two line pitch ready. And who greenlit this like, okay, so a thousand things happen that don't have anything to do with each other. And it's a TV show. Let's do it. I know. I mean, I, I hate to be too hard on it because one, it stars Mary Steenburgen. Also like, you know, we've got gender fluid cast members. It's a very diverse cast. It seems it's an original kind of show. So I do want to give them credit for that because of how often I, you know, sit here and complain that everything's the fucking same and boring. Um, That being said, it makes no sense and it's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And Mary Steenburgen's actual story is it's enough. You're enough enough. story. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's where I'm coming from is that knowing that they went through hoops to get to this conclusion to go like, well, this is the logic behind it. When we have a real life thing happening and I go, well, why not go with that? Especially right. if you already yeah. knew about it. And if you right. didn't know about it and she was like, let me tell you. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, fine. <laughs> but apparently they knew about it. So I'm like, why? Why not? I guess I guess sometimes you need to really spell it out for people. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Maybe it's knows. a spelling it out thing. Yeah. It's a hat on a hat on a hat on Mary Steenburgen. <laughs> <laughs> Ember Dasher. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that Ted Danson now for her birthdays gets her like an accordion shaped cake? Oh. That, like very so. musical yeah. instruments. Is- <laughs> yeah. Huge. Like a xylophone yeah. and it's like happy birthday is spelled out on each oh, piece. Oh my God. I hope. Oh. I, I also hope for this. I hope for this as much as I hope that uh, Ray Perlman and Danny DeVito like can stand each other and then go sleep in separate beds and get a good night's sleep. <laughs> they have I love yes. they have an I love Lucy bedroom. They still look like <laughs> you know it. You know so Danny's cute. got sleep apnea so oh, bad too. So it's best for everybody. And Rhea's just like somebody's gotta sleep next to the <laughs> he'll die. So Steve Burgeon did a collab with Mandy Moore? No. Something about well, Mandy Moore is a producer on Zoe's okay. playlist, according to Wikipedia. Oh, I didn't so. see this. Doesn't she do? Mandy. Yeah, really. That's amazing. Um, that Shows was just that I that watch. Your path. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I they do what together? The was, yeah. Um, I let me look it up real quick because I didn't yeah. get as much info as I wanted. Uh, Steve. Oh, it might just apparently. I think it was probably. Um, my guess is it is with the uh zoe playlist world and my the thing is i think it's probably her being like you know i i sang this thing um with her and she's so good at it and i'm not i think it's um i see something that says oh go for it steve sorry no you're i think you're gonna say the same thing you can say it (laughs) well i am reading that she mary steenburgen plays maggie clark and zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist and gets to work with Emmy-winning choreographer Mandy Moore. <gasps> is Mandy Moore a Emmy-winning choreographer? For apparently, is, I is mean, that what I we were have, saying before? Maybe there's another choreographer. There's a choreographer named Mandy Moore. No, um, I think it's the Mandy Moore. 
Mandy Moore. Nope, there's an American. Nope, it's not. It's not. It's a different Mandy Moore. Really? Samantha I... Joe Mandy Moore. At least. Come the on. True, the true Mandy Moore is Amanda Moore. I have, Mandy Moore's name. I'm. Uh, I have I'm, failed you all, <laughs> and I've led you. I've led you yeah. astray down a How dead end path. How dare you? Now my so question is: Who gives a fuck about her choreographing something? What's she done? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she won an Emmy for. La La also, Land. Yeah. Samantha. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Okay, fine. Fair. If your name is Samantha Moore, Sam. and you chose to go by Mandy, like. And Mary Steenburgen is going by Nelly Furtado <laughs> so that she doesn't get recognition. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, like I mean, that's less exciting because um, there's a, uh, I, what I thought you were going to mention was uh, this article I have where she talks about casket dancing um, in a room, dancing in a room full of caskets um, choreographed by Mandy Moore. And I thought that Mandy Moore Rapunzel <laughs> I thought yes. Rapunzel choreographed Mary Steeton Virgin dancing in a room of caskets. Now I find oh out it's just some woman named Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> some stranger. Who gives a shit about her? What? what? Caskets? Was this on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yes. Oh. Is casket dancing a thing or is it just like she was dancing with caskets and we're calling it casket dancing? It is now. <laughs> Man. Wow, Steenburgen has had a life, mm. lifetimes in those 60 and, years. And just think about all the stuff of like before she was in Back to the Future Part 3 that we don't even know about. What was she doing? Yeah. The animated series, right? Was there a Back to the Future animated series? I saw that she was in a Back to the Future series that was animated in like 1990. Wow. Well, maybe. I mean, she was the love animated. of Christopher Lloyd's life in the third movie. He rode oh. the train back with her. Um, there can't be a Back to the Future animated series. I would. I know. saw it. I saw it. <laughs> I don't know. Animated Man. series. We're gonna get. The okay, yeah, there it is. Great, Back oh. to the Future animated series, a French American comedy <laughs> adventure television show, and it is very cultural. Yeah, Cult cultured. Cult cultured. Cult cultured. Um, but I, I don't know if Mary Steenburgen lends voice to it. Hmm. I hope it's I just we might have gotten off track. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, no, she does. Yeah, she plays. She's the voice. <gasps> yeah, she is. Okay, she is. Okay, you win. You win. Has Mary Steenburgen has literally been in everything. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Wow! Well, and I get next. And what? get this. Her sister Nancy is a teacher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nancy Steenburgen? They got it all covered. What yeah. do you think is next for Mary? What does she have to tackle mm. next? Oh, mm. a baking show? Uh, um, well, you said tackle, and I thought professional sports. Football. <laughs> 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 I'd like to see her become part of the uh, U.S. Olympic badminton team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feel suited for her, up her alley. Uh, no, it's interesting because in that same in New York Times article, she talks about how like songwriting isn't this vanity thing. It's not. She's like, it's something I've been doing 
quietly and consistently for 12 years. Um, And she's like, I have a million miles to go, but I'm still getting better. And so I do feel like this is the second life thing that she that that one can go through. She's just gotten very, very lucky. just very well connected that she's able to like truly pursue this in a big, meaningful way. Yeah. Uh, But it does. I, I am like, what's next for you in I'm going like, do you write a musical? Is that it? Does she write like a whole thing? Oh, and that put is, Ted that... in it. Yes. And put Ted in it. Put Ted, put Ted in it. Yeah. Yes. Who doesn't want to see Ted dance and sing and dance? Oh my God. Oh. With Oprah. What a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I won't see it unless it's Ted and Oprah. <laughs> yes. In fences. <laughs> <laughs> the musical Fences, written by Mary Steenburgen, starring <laughs> Oprah and Ted dancing. <laughs> His widow be damned. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, she also God. won um, Wild the Wild Rose song, not only the Critics' Choice Movie Awards, but also <laughs> the Hollywood Critics Association and and the Houston Film Critics Society. Oh my God. high praise, high okay. honor. Yes. I mean, Beyonce's from Houston, so that is they yeah. have high standards. Yeah, so Beyonce. And you want to know something? Award. Her song from the live-action Lion King lost to the Mary Steenburgen uh, Wild Bigger? Rose song at the, yeah, uh, Spirit, or is that not her song? Oh, yeah, that's Spirit is Beyonce's yeah. song. Spirit lost to the Rocket Man Wild Rose tie that year. So, no. Yes. I am yes. mouth Houston, on floor, mouth on floor. Houston we t- have a problem. Yep. <laughs> Houston, Houston chose Mary Steenburgen's brain fart song. <laughs> Over their own, <laughs> over their own. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Ice cold. Man, and I, I wish, I mean, it's a good song, but it's no Beyonce. No. Jeez. Oh, well, I mean, Beyonce's song Mary from The that. Lion King. It's not like, you know. It's pretty good, Steve. Goddamn. <laughs> I haven't heard it, and I haven't heard the Wild Rose song, so. <laughs> Oh, uh, we could see. Well researched. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you are the authority. Uh, it's. I do also like that she says at some point in, throughout one of these interviews that she didn't fall out of love with acting when this happened, and she still hasn't. She just says there's so much more capability in our brains than we probably realize, and agreeing to diminish it and shut down doors is a choice we make for ourselves. Turns out you don't really have to do that. Now, again, I want to point out that she has a lot of money and is married to somebody (laughs) who also has a lot of money. So I take this quote with a grain of salt, but I do like the optimism and the enthusiasm behind it. The idea that like, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you're at in your life. If there is something that is presented to you, if there's something that's been in your brain or something that is unlocked, a passion, an adventure aside, whatever, particularly if it happened when you were undergoing uh, a medical routine practice. (laughs) During an earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Where the technician just happened to go, (laughs) they were holding like a cup of coffee and you thought the coffee was going to spill all over the MRI (laughs) machine and it wasn't, but then it like flew and the iPod is like spinning through the air. I don't know what happens in that show. You know what? Actually, Uh, you know what? No, I only saw, I've only seen clips from Zoe's playlist. And again, I do think that it's at least an original idea. And so, and I don't want to shit on it, but point is having passion and enthusiasm for something later, 
does should not stop you because it's so true. Like we do stop ourselves. Like if you yeah. guys, everybody here, like if there's something that you could do and let's take creative stuff out of it for a second. But like, well, if we had Mary Steve Merchant's money <laughs> and like, would you really want it to necessarily be like, I am pursuing hiking for real, pursuing <laughs> for real? or, or is there something else where you're like, I always wanted to do this when I was a kid and now I can't, I'm going to go for it anyway. Like what, what would you guys go for at age 50? Astronaut. I knew it. I was going to say yeah, space. Yeah. Yeah. Space travel. I went yes. to space camp and uh, let that dream die. You went <laughs> to space camp? You did it? I did. I went in fourth grade. In Jean oh, my God. She went. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you, like, where was it? Like Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Wow. Don't you remember in kids' magazines, they'd be like, come to space camp, and they'd like, send mailers, and I was always like, this seems cool. And my parents were yeah. like, no, it's a lot of money. <laughs> It was. Did you get to experience weightlessness? Did you get to experience zero gravity? There are a couple of, because I was pretty young. I was only in fourth grade. So the older kids got to do that zero gravity room. But they put us in like some machines that would spin you around and <laughs> bounce you around. And it was supposed to be like, yeah, this is space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is just a, this is just a warehouse with carnival, carnival rides in the dark. No, no, yeah. it's space. It's space. It's space. <laughs> Space. Uh, Here's some sure, freeze dried sure. ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. How long were you there? Was it a full week? I think it was a week. Yeah. Wow. It was my first time ever on a plane and away from my parents. Yeah. For that. Did when did you decide you didn't want to go into space? Was it during this camp, after this camp, or had you attended mm -hmm. this camp already knowing you no longer, <laughs> you were no longer dreaming of space? Do you know? No. Oh, seeing <laughs> Apollo 13 uh, and then learning about like Sally Ride and the Challenger. I was like, oh, yes, I, can, yes. I can die. Oh, um, I do <laughs> want to uh, really quick. Sally Ride survive, was not on the Challenger. You're thinking of Krista. Um, well, common misconception. I will read. Her name I will is Krista. Read, I will read <laughs> Mary Seenburgen to fucking filth. But the teacher who died on the Challenger was Krista McAuliffe. Her name was Krista something. Krista McAuliffe. But Sally Ride was never on the Challenger. Sally Ride did not die in space. Died of natural Ride might still be alive. She rides on. Is this a Mandela effect thing? Like I lived in a reality in which... I think it very much is because... There's got the only reason I would know that Sally or I did not die um, in a space accident is if I at one point um, thought she uh, did. Thought she did. Uh, yes. Wow. Um, she died of pancreatic cancer in <gasps> 2012. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Yes. So. Yeah, so oh, you had all space. these years to uh, honor Sally Ride, and you're sitting around thinking she's dead. <laughs> oh my Rude. gosh! Terrible. Well, yeah. I uh, mean, but yeah, I guess spread I that. Let people know that. Now. Um, yeah, the teacher was Krista Krista McAuliffe. McAuliffe? McAuliffe sounds, sounds good. familiar. McAuliffe sounds right. <laughs> Irish, maybe. I liked McAuliffe uh, better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Quick note, can we change the name? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all's? Um, um, mm, let me think. Yeah, because I, 
I does feel like I would land into the music slash like I'm going to make it on Broadway category, but like in a yes. triple threat thing because I cannot yeah. dance. I can sing. All right. I cannot for the life of me dance. So really, it would be dancing. I think specifically like mm. getting to a point where I could be bless her Sutton Foster and anything goes with the tap moves. Like if oh. I like that feels like where I'd be aiming oh. for and failing spectacularly, mind you. But at least I'd be having fun along the way. I bet you could do it. I, I bet. That. Thank you. I, I bet with enough time and dedication, you could do that tap number. And, and Steve Virgin's resources. You absolutely could. Yeah, absolutely. And a house in Nashville. A house, You period. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve, what about you? Well, now mine sounds boring, but I was just going to say plants. Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> you need money like, for Spanish, for sure. No, well, you do. Like, you <laughs> That Duolingo free doesn't help. <laughs> no, it I doesn't. want to like. I want to wake up and have Spanish steenburgened into my brain. Ooh, um, yeah. Because when you're an adult, like it's it's easier to pick up languages when you learn them in like elementary school. And I stupidly took French in Same. high school. No. <sighs> so what the fuck was that for? Le deuce. <laughs> I know. The only thing to you know, okay, I got to go on the trip to Toronto to see Phantom of the Opera. They're Pantages. But besides that, didn't learn anything. Yeah. Married. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a dance term too. Adam, what about you? Um, what would I do if I had a lot of money? Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you could get something Steen Burgeoned in, but and you're too. like but like by choice oh, directions childhood, childhood. directions yes. i don't know my ass for my face when it comes to like north south directions. east west i have no idea where anything is i'm always you become my, a walking google maps yeah and like you call your friends in martha's vineyard and be like come over here help me i just i just need to write down which way to go <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. Where's the nearest writing? Uh -huh. I'm always like when I'm home and like talking to my boyfriend about, oh, like I stopped over at the weed store and I point in a direction. He's always like, no, the weed store is in that direction. I'm like, who? A, who cares? B, I don't know any like, I don't know. That's anything. a weird thing to need to like correct. I know. I know yeah. it. You know what? Yeah. He We're going to adopt, I think, the, uh, the Rita Danny. <laughs> 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 Sleeping principles. If he does it again, the Rita Danny relationship model. <laughs> yeah, the Devito, the Devito, the Devito model. <laughs> Have you guys thought about the Devito model of relationship? Mm, we should. We no, should. no, no. I love him. He's great. He's perfect. He used to be very well. Angel, angel. <laughs> um. That's still interesting to me is the fact that because of the surgery, according to Steenbridge and like other women in her family have uh, musicality or like she's a genetically like I think oh, yeah. she means probably maybe her sister Nancy can sing maybe somebody else her mom grandma, or her other blah, sister blah, blah. Kelly. Yes, oh. or her other sister Kelly who's not a teacher but is a rapper actually full disclosure. <laughs> She actually is a teacher. I read the Wikipedia wrong and didn't correct myself because I didn't see a need to, but it is Kelly that's the teacher. <laughs> Kelly is a teacher. Apologies to really Nancy. Showing my ass Nancy. here. But, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know my astronaut teachers. I don't know my Steenberg teachers. <laughs> is there anything like familially or like genetically where you feel like you could be gifted or Steenbergened into something? Ooh. Like... Again, we undergo those routine arm surgeries, minor like arm surgeries, <laughs> and our brains unlock, and then poof, this thing happens. Because uh, 
for me, I think it'd be closer to Steve's. Uh, it'd be Arabic because my dad's Egyptian. So I would like finally gain access oh, cool. to that language uh. that he just didn't speak in the house. So I don't know it. Uh, and I'm trying to learn and it's very, very hard. Oh, uh, oh, I bet Egyptian is hard to learn. Arabic is really, really hard to learn. Or Arabic, it's just yeah. like uh, you're reading it from right uh, not left to right but right to left and the alphabet's different and it's mm -hmm. a whole it's a whole thing um but yeah what would your guys's be where you're just like unlocking like what what do you think in your family history would help you Ooh. steam burgeon your way into some greater gr greater heights maybe language for me too like i wish my italian was better all mm -hmm. of my grandparents spoke it um mine would be like resort uh, either being an electrician or resourcefulness because <laughs> like I remember <laughs> my grandma Kaneki would like rewash like plastic bags and stuff mm -hmm. and i would make fun and of her you don't know how to do that no <laughs> can't wash a plastic bag i have no interest but no. it's that like depression meant not it, it, the great depression <laughs> Also, depression does also run in my family but um the great depression th thriftiness yes well. yeah the frugal thing yeah. my grandmother yeah, yeah, yeah. bought like a some i don't forget how much it was some amount of yards of red checkered tablecloth fabric <gasps> like gingham she, yeah like like a but like i like italian restaurant yep checker tablecloth and she was like i use that thing to make a hat a scarf two dresses a skirt a shirt like she just used it to make fucking everything because of the great depression and she just like Incredible. had to figure out how to sew and make new clothes yep uh and I don't got yeah that. that's a thing that i uh yeah sewing sewing would be another sewing. one that i would throw in there like the yeah. ability to make things Mm -hmm. But like, don't these make are all things, things in this country anymore. <laughs> <laughs> these are all things, though, that like you wouldn't need a whole lot of money to do. Like, you could, no. you could learn to, to sew for. Yeah, you can learn a, a foreign language on a budget. We're just, yeah. we're just stopping ourselves, and it's yeah. a shame because, like, as Mary says, uh, people have asked her, like, you already have a career. Why are you doing this? And she says, because my heart is desiring it so fiercely, I can't ignore it. If you're <gasps> lucky enough to be alive, why would you creatively kill yourself off? Why not say yes to all of it at any age? Full body chills. Like, ah! Yes. Yes, you tell them, Mary. You tell Also, them. people are living so long now that like nobody can do the same thing their entire time here. Like That is a great point. People it's you're it not dying at 40. You don't have to like be an apothecarist. <laughs> I made that word up just now for your entire 40 years like you can do something else. Wow, especially if you've got the means like yeah. Mary. Huh? Uh, Steve, you know what? Your family we history. Well, I just want to say really quick, we might be living longer, but if we don't do something about the world's oceans, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were against the ocean, Steve. <laughs> Flip flopper. Yeah, if, we do so if, we, if we don't do something about getting rid of these damn oceans, <laughs> we're all going to die from the ocean pollution. We need more land for land homes. Yeah. Um, uh, I would. Yeah, I think. Um, I'm still laughing at electrician or resourceful. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I consider myself pretty resourceful, humble brag. Flex. Yes. I mean, look what you did flex with that wall that you painted. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I'm good with directions. Um, He's got it all. I guess like I'd like to, oh, um, 
like uh, drawing. Mm. I can't okay. draw. I cannot. I can't draw anything to the point where you know people are like, "Oh, you can draw. Everyone can draw." Like I, I can't. I can't draw a face. I can't draw a person. I can't draw a tree. Um, so just like rudimentary being able to like draw a picture. <laughs> Not even like a great art skill unlocked, just like basic art skills. <laughs> just like holding oh, I don't pen even need to paper. I don't even need, yeah. Uh, oh, pointillism, I guess I'd be really, I'd really like to be that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Again, yeah. a skill, not portalism necessarily, but a skill we could all go to like a community college to learn. <laughs> like yeah. we could all easily pay $100 or less or watch <laughs> a lot of YouTube videos and learn this. And we're just not listening to Mary's yeah. cry out, cr crying out to the world saying, seize the day. Yes. We're just like, no. meh. Uh, everything, we, everything we've mentioned is like a skill share away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would. I if only there were a way I could learn Spanish, but unfortunately, <laughs> I would need millions of dollars to do so. I think a house in Nashville. Mm. <laughs> uh, Carolyn and Adam, if uh, like, what's the final thing that you want to tell people who are like, why, why should I give a shit about Mary Steenburgen and suddenly learning music? Like, if somebody was just like giving you flack about it, what would you say to them? Watch her fucking tap dance in book club and you will want to know everything about this woman. I've never seen. Come on. You've never seen I've book never club. I've never seen it. How dare I? Oh, I no. was thinking book smart and was like, oh, I, I don't book. remember that part. Of Wait, book. has, have I, anybody in this podcast virtual room seen book club? Am I the only one? Nadia, have you seen it? I haven't seen book club, but I know of book club. It's like been on the oh, list. Oh my God. To get through. I know. I'm sorry to disappoint. We're going to come back on this podcast and talk about book club. Oh, I would love nothing more. Sure. Yeah. Jane Fonda looks amazing. The whole, she's got like popped collars the entire film. Her collar is popped. Oh, it's everything. It's Golden Girls meets Sex in the City meets Oprah's book club. It's amazing. Meets Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, her and collar's not number. popped in the poster. Oh, shit. Oh, Egg on my face. That's why not enough people saw it. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's why if it, that's why it didn't do better, I think. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, Carolyn Jania, Adam Cheskin, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thanks for having us. Thank you. What a freaking blast. God, so what a fun. delight. Uh, it was very fun. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug at this time? Uh, you can watch all of our music videos at... Uh, Shmab <laughs> on YouTube. S-C-H-M-A-B. And all of our music is uh, available for purchase on iTunes, iTunes or Spotify. streaming anywhere that you can stream music. We've got an Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at Shmab. And, uh, and uh, DM us a dick pic. Yeah, send us pics of your buttholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, very Happy Pride! <laughs> 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 and where can people find you guys online? Instagram at Cjania, S-E-E-J-A-N-I-A. -E -E oh, nice. Uh, and at Adam Cheskin, which is my name. That's it. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love that you guys are a musical duo and you came here to talk about somebody who has like opened up their world with music. Mm. That's so just true. Just as you guys are doing with other people. Like it all comes back around. Yeah, it does. Mary, get in touch with them. Get in touch with Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, you guys should all team up. A, a collab. 
Yeah. Oh, with my God. The choreographer, Mandy Moore, apparently. <laughs> the real one. We'll come to Nashville. <laughs> oh, can she host us in Nashville? She and Ted. Oh, I'm in. Call us, Mary. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.